This is the title, The Old Man's Vision. When the Spirit of the Lord moves upon my heart, I will dance like David danced. I will dance, I will dance, I will dance like David danced. Early one morning, the old man was sitting by himself on his back porch, drinking coffee and smoking a cigar, minding his own business and listening to this song when a vivid vision opened up in front of him. There before him was a massive multitude of people no one could count that was from every nation, every tribe, from every people and every language, all of whom had been gathered before the throne and the one who sat upon it. And once gathered, the spirit called out, David, son of Jesse, come forth, for it is your time to lead worship. From far, far at the back, a ruddy man, a man who was obviously a warrior, but also a lover, a man with a clear purpose, but also a man who had great humility, began to make his way through this massive multitude. And as he did, the people parted to make a path for him with various ones saying with an excited anticipation as he passed by, go for it, David, or lead us, David. As the old man watched David, son of Jesse, he thought about all the modern musical instruments and technology this David did not have in his day, but now has at his disposal. The old man wondered what this ancient worshiper this man who set up a tent in his backyard, hiring full-time singers, musicians, and intercessors because he was so intense on having the presence of the living God with him. This man who penned songs that will forever be in the eternal word of God. What would he produce with the modern tools used to make music? When David's son of Jesse reached the platform where his band was already waiting for him, he looked at the one sitting upon the throne, bowed his head slightly in an act of respectful recognition, as well as out of the realization of the incredible honor the one sitting upon the throne was giving to him, to lead his bride in worship in this pregnant historical moment. This David then looked at each band member, all of whom were wide-eyed and grinning toothy grins, but also trembling with the Spirit's anointing. On the drums was Asaph, who gave David a salute with the drumstick in his right hand. The sons of Korah were on the guitars, lead, rhythm, and bass, each nodding their readiness. And David's old buddy, the prophet Nathan, was standing at the keyboard, gripping it as if he were trying not to be overpowered by this electrifying moment in human history by falling prostate. David did not look at nor address the massive multitude, but rather he made eye contact with the drummer and the bass player. Then, like a conductor of an orchestra, he began to move his hand in a beat motion, which the drummer and the bass player immediately picked up and played. This went on for a moment, and once David felt this introduction had done its job, he made a motion with his hands that signaled the rest of the musicians to begin their parts, which they did eloquently and enthusiastically. As the music poured over the massive multitude like a pure and powerful river, David, son of Jesse, 
unbuttoned several buttons of his shirt, rolled up his sleeves, kicked off his boots, and began to dance. A radical dance, keeping his movements in sync with the beat of the music, moving up and down, twirling and spinning, lifting and waving his hands, for he is a man who does not care what others think of his worship of the one who sits upon the throne. And at this, without any further instruction, the entire massive multitude exploded into dancing like David danced. Some undiscerning person may think this might look like something that takes place in a popular Tel Aviv discotheque, but this wasn't worldly lust. This was the redeemed massive multitude worshiping in one accord, all of whom were utterly lovesick for the one sitting upon his throne, for Jesus of Nazareth. As the worship intensified in depth of love and gratefulness, some spontaneously began to sing in their native tongue. Others, unable to adequately express their immense love and gratitude for this Jesus in their native language, began to sing in tongues. The entire place pulsed like one enormous lovesick heartbeat. As for the one who sat upon the throne, he was tapping his foot as well as pounding out the beat on the arm of the throne itself with one of his hands. Suddenly, seemingly no longer able to hold himself back, this man stood, came down from his throne, and stepped into this massive multitude to dance with them. For this was his long-awaited bridal banquet, and he was filled with love and joy for his faithful bride. This went on for hours and hours and hours. No one, not David, son of Jesse, not the massive multitude, not Jesus of Nazareth, wanted to stop. In fact, when there seemed to be a moment of transition, this David would grab the microphone and say in Hebrew, Shuv pa'am, which in English means once again. And on and on the celebration went with much joyful dancing and overflowing rejoicing. And so, as this vision slowly faded, the old man found himself alone on his back porch, dancing like David, son of Jesse, danced. If you'd like to hear a possible example of what David, son of Jesse, and his band were playing, search YouTube for Ma Nishtana by Rocky the Rabbi. The Hebrew words Manishtana Halala Chazeh Mikol Halelot translated means, why is this night different from all the other nights, which is a reference to the four questions in the Passover Seder. Thus, I'm making sort of a connection, a creative connection, with the night of Passover, with the night of the bridal banquet in Revelation 19.9.